Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, wholesome, but explicit conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. When a very specific mission brought us together in love and life, and we are soon to celebrate 17 years of partnership in these uniforms as pleasure mechanics, and the core of everything we do is touch, is touch. And today on the podcast, we want to talk about touch hunger, touch starvation, skin hunger, sensory deprivation. It goes by a lot of names, but at the core of it is the truth that touch is not a luxury. It's not a bonus. It's not a pleasure waiting for you maybe at the end of a hard week. Touch is a human need as basic and primary as food. And without touch in the broadest sense, we humans experience a condition, a real measurable condition called touch hunger, touch starvation. And so many of us experience this day in and day out, year in and year out, whether or not we're in romantic relationships. And this story is at the very heart of our partnership Charlotte and I met in the sexological bodywork training. We were both already immersed in the world of touch. But we kept hearing the same story over and over again. And we knew we had to do our best to do something about it. And like our pleasure mechanics uniforms are to me like almost like uniforms of service and devotion towards ending the plague of touch starvation because it's also a story of human disconnection and, you know, disconnection from one another relationally, um, from our bodies, from our true power, from who we are as human beings. And that's what we want to talk about today. (laughs) (laughs) And we... (laughs) Well, that got heavy, but it is. And it's like, even as I say, touch starvation, touch hunger, like you feel it in your body, what this feels like to go without this basic human need of touch. And for so many of us, we don't know that that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And we call it by all these other names, but we want to talk about this very real experience. Well, I think so many people experience it at at such a broad cultural level that it has become invisible. We don't know that it would be possible to feel a different way in our bodies if we were to be receiving a slow drip of more nourishing touch in a more substantial way in our life. And this is totally part of our origin story that we we kept feeling like we wanted to be able to offer everyone massage and touch. And we knew, we looked at each other, we're like, we actually physically can't do that. The next best thing is if we pour everything that we have learned 
into online video to create the experience for other people to be able to learn how to touch each other. Which was brand new at the time, right? Like YouTube was just starting and I was like, Charlotte, there's there's this online video thing. And what if we like teach this there? Because I want you to go back like before those conversations when we met, I was teaching sexological body work and teaching workshops, but you were doing a lot of sessions. Yeah. And the people who are coming to you for massage sessions had the same story over and over again. And something we heard within that was key to this because a lot of people relate to touch starvation as like, oh, the thing that single people experience. Oh, if you don't have a lover and if I have a lover, this would go away. But the people that were coming to you, a lot of them were in relationships Well, a lot of them were in marriages and they had not been touched for 20 years, 10 years, 20 years. So people were in loving relationships, but the touch had stopped being a part of their relationship. And these people really expressed a lot of care and love and devotion for their partners, but touch was no longer a part of the fabric of their lives. Um, And so I was so present to both people in the relationship missing out on touch. You heard the pain pain from the men coming to you, but then we kept thinking about like... The women, because most of these, I was offering erotic body work, so men are more likely to go get those needs met. And I was thinking about the women often at home who were not necessarily, or maybe getting manicures and pedicures, um, getting their hair done, you know, some of these things that are not enough, but do count. But I just, this was so much of what we wanted to offer people to be able to offer each other. Right. Because whether or not you're having sex, offering touch and massage can be a beautiful part of a relationship that is so nourishing. Well, and so I want to go to this. So when we say touch, we mean full body, skin to skin contact with affection and safety present, right? That is the formula for nourishing touch that then releases a whole cascade of hormones and chemicals and nourishment into the bloodstream. Like this is what amazed us as we started doing this research, we dove right in, like as soon as we felt this kind of cultural pain in the in the body of our, you know, the cultural body, right? Like this was a story. This wasn't individual stories. This was a widespread condition people were talking about whether or not they were in relationships. And meanwhile, we were in touch-based communities, erotic massage lineage communities, and having dinner parties with people who were saturated in beautiful touch. And as we ate, we would touch one another's arms as we talked and laughed and lean into one another. And after dinner, there'd often be like cuddle parties and bodies strewn onto one another. And this was not sexual even. These weren't the sex parties. But then there were sex parties where we were getting all sorts of stimulation. And I felt in my own, and this is perhaps another episode altogether, but my own trauma, my own trauma body, my own body shame, like this was the cauldron that all melted away in, was a community of touch and affectionate touch and nourishing touch. Um, And I felt that sense of being lifelong malnourished, finally being fed. Mm. And as we started talking about this, like there's two branches of my brain right now. One is like the research about touch and what that taught us. But I want to stay for a minute in the story of this, because as you're hearing this, like think of your own touch story. And for so many of us, 
safe, affectionate touch ended somewhere in our toddler years, if we ever had it at all. If we ever had it at all, like so many of us as babies, as children, were not held and touched in safe, loving arms. And the malnutrition starts then, and it can be that foundational. And the research really, (laughs) as we became parents, we doubled down on this research of like, what is the importance of touch in those infant years? And it is foundational developmental nourishment for the human organism. It's how we learn relationality. It's how we learn co-attunement. It's how we learn to navigate our environment, right? The sense of touch is the mother of all senses. It's how we navigate the world. And it like, it's just, (laughs) it's so important. And we've devoted our lives to this, but we want to validate and affirm whatever feelings you have within you of being malnourished in this arena. With or without the relational, emotional, sexual trauma that so many of us also carry, but just this arena of human beings need nourishing, safe touch, affectionate touch as a lifelong. This isn't just the baby years. And there's been research about those baby years and like babies will fail to thrive and even perish if they do not receive affectionate touch. That is how foundational it is, but it's a foundational need our entire lives. And the medical research, the neuroscience research confirms this. And during the COVID pandemic lockdown year specifically, so many of us felt the heightened state of this, of touch and affection and sensory deprivation. But it's for all of us all the time. And so many of us are in relationships. We can even have an active sex life and not get touched that much. That's how touch deprived our culture is. And just notice that like, And there are exceptions to this. Some people come from families where there's a lot of affectionate touch. And I see like pictures of some of my friends where they go home and throw their arms and their bodies around the ones they love. And that's the exception rather than the rule for most of us. Right. Because in this culture we live in, um, Western culture, we don't have a lot of touch with people outside of our very, very, very intimate relationships and those as we've said don't often have the amount of touch that perhaps we would all benefit from but we don't touch co-workers strangers like that is not something that we do in this culture and even right now like do a touch inventory so the most intimate people in your life your closest beloveds how do you share touch with them when do you share touch what kind of touch is allowed and what kind of touch has been um, deprived from those relationships. And when we say touch, so it's sensory input to the skin organ is like a big part of what we're talking about here. Um, all of the other senses count here, but there's a very strong emphasis on stimulation of the skin, ideally with other skin, but not exclusively, right? And so I want to open this conversation up after we take a moment to thank our sponsors for this episode to some of the remedies for touch deprivation. And yes, that includes a lot of skin-to-skin touch. Like we are going to make a case for that and paint a picture of all the ways we can touch one another. 
but it doesn't just have to be human touch. There are other avenues here to stimulate and nourish our skin. Right. So we will talk about options if you are living solo and don't currently have a lover. Like there are strategies to employ to make sure that you are receiving more touch and pressure on Mm -hmm. your body. So we will include that after the Mm. sponsor break. Well, and one of the things that's so beautiful is like this can be remedied. Mm -hmm. And from our work and getting to work with thousands and thousands of people over the year, and even hearing your stories about how when touch has come back into your relationship, it is like this trickle of nourishing uh, honey Mm. after a long drought that doesn't quite make sense as a metaphor, (laughs) but it feels right in my body and honey and these like we often talk about the experience of touch and affection with food metaphors and that is not an accident Mm. these are very parallel tracks in our body and so many of us are starving when it comes to affection and nourishing loving touch and it can bring me to tears to think about what that feels like you know and charlotte you pulled a bunch of the research and we'll put it on the podcast page links to some of the stuff but um there's lots of research about the medical implications both of the deprivation of touch and the nourishing restorative life-giving properties of affectionate touch and we've watched this transformation happen where really dire circumstances suddenly flourish and uh uh I mean, we, I feel like we are evangelical about the power of touch and I feel very committed to it as something that is incredibly important and can absolutely improve the quality of your life in a variety of ways. And I don't feel like we are talking about that enough in our Mm -hmm. culture as like a free accessible Mm -hmm. thing that everybody can experience to some extent and to some degree and that we can increase and find exactly what we particularly like and that that will improve how we feel inside our own bodies and I'm thinking of all the stories over these past 16 years right and there's the ones we've witnessed but even just the little threads of stories like I started touching my own breasts and chest before I dozed off to sleep and am having much better sleep and sweeter dreams. Or I offered my wife, who I haven't touched in 15 years, a foot massage, and she said yes, and now we're making love again. Or I'm finally able to cuddle with my children because I'm finding safety in my body again after doing some of the mindful sex practices and solo work, right? Like, coming into enough safety in our own body that we can be available for the people who want to share love and affection with us. That is so beautiful. And I just want to name that part of what touching our bodies does is to create that sense of safety in our bodies. It like creates an environment of calm safety. And from that, so much else can thrive and in the world around us, like we sometimes are not in that state without intentional, um, without intentionally choosing to create that sense of safety and touch can offer us that mm. and how that's so powerful. 
when we give it to ourselves, we restore our own wellspring of this, and then it kind of splashes over. And I'm just thinking of the world famous Charlotte hugs, right? Like every time Charlotte hugs someone, (laughs) they like bask in it and they kind of look up. I often get to witness this from one step away, right? And I always go first knowing this. I I give them a quick Chris hug. And they sink into your arms and it's this sense of receiving that full, affectionate, nourishing yumminess of touch in a hug, right? This does this is not sex. This is touch, it's contact, it's connection. Um, but it's also like acceptance and belonging and that sense of like everything is okay if only for this moment. Mm, like I've got you. You're holding somebody, you're in calm you're letting your bodies attune and mm-hmm. create that feeling of safety. And you use that word holding. We just added to our erotic touch course um, a teaching about different types of erotic touch and all the different ways we can touch one another and the emotional experiences we can evoke with touch. And we started with holding. Mm. Just hold me. And a hug is that kind of like delicious full body embrace of a hold. But this can also be holding someone's hand. This can be resting your hand on someone's thigh as they tell you a story. This can be holding someone's shoulder as you're walking. Um, Bringing more touch into our everyday lives can work wonders. And we're going to continue to paint that picture after we take a moment to thank our sponsors. And along with touch, another basic need for us human beings is food nourishing, healthy, fresh food for our entire body and delicious food, food that delights us and invigorates our senses. But this can be hard to do, especially if you live a busy life. And that's where Green Chef comes in. Green Chef makes eating well easy with meal kits to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, or some combination like us, Green Chef makes it easy to order a delicious range of recipes ready to go that can be prepared in just 10 minutes or 20 minutes of delightful, loving time in your kitchen, feeding yourself and your family. Just like touch, our cooking can often fall into ruts. And Green Chef makes it easy to try new things and delight yourself, stretch your taste buds and find new favorites. We love cooking and we love cooking Green Chef meals at home together and for our family. Try it out now by going to greenchef.com pleasure 50. Use the code pleasure 50 to get 50% off and free shipping. That's greenchef.com pleasure 50. Use the code PLEASURE50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. You will find this code from Green Chef and all of the other sponsors at pleasuremechanics.com toolbox. And along with touch and food, another essential human need is relationship. Being in loving, curious, kind relations with other human beings is one of our basic needs as social beings, and it can be hard to find people you connect with, especially if how you want to connect is a little off script. And you know we here at Pleasure Mechanics encourage you to go off script and towards your most authentic desires of how you want to love and touch and be touched and be loved in this world. 
That's why we are so thrilled to introduce our new sponsor, Field. Field, spelled F-E-E-L-D, is a dating app that I personally have been using for two years now to connect with local queer and kinky and poly community in my rural situation of New York. (laughs) I'm not in a big city. We can't go to meetups. We need apps to help find one another based on our interests, desires, and values. And Field makes it really easy. They're a very inclusive app with over 20 sexuality and gender identity options to choose from. Everyone has a place on Field and you can decide how you want to present yourself for this incredible experience of playing the field, (laughs) of getting to know your local community, of finding people who are interested in the same things you are. You get to name your desires and your interests. There's room for multiple pictures. You can connect your profile with that of your partners if you're dating as a couple, which is great for couples just coming into polyamory or ethical non-monogamy. You can date together, but also each have your own profile. We love Field. It's really brought some beautiful, special, incredible people into my life. Like I got really excited when I thought about the people I have met through Field in these past two years. And so we are really excited to introduce them to you. For a limited time, listeners of Speaking of Sex will receive a free month of majestic membership, which is what I love. They call their premium tier. Become majestic. When they download the app for the first time, just use the link in our show notes to download Field or head to field.co slash pleasure mechanics. That's F-E-E-L-D dot co slash pleasure mechanics. And you can access one month of Majestic membership. Allow about 24 hours for this to activate in your app And then enjoy getting to scroll the profiles, see the people locally around you and what they're into, and maybe even meet your next friend of friends with benefits or kink partner or even a beloved. I have met all of the above on field and maybe you will too. That's field.co slash pleasure mechanics. And this link and all of the other links from our sponsors are at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. Big thanks to our sponsors. And these were perfect sponsors for this episode because this trifecta of food and water, relationship and belonging and affectionate touch and stimulation of our senses are the basic human primary needs. And we forget how important touch is. And we could go on and on. We used to do a talk like 15 years ago about like the top 10 ways touch can save your life. And we got really into all of the health benefits, thinking that this might convince people to touch more. You know, when Charlotte calls us evangelicals of touch, like that is, we've even thought about starting a church for this. (laughs) (laughs) And instead we pour all of that here because we really believe and we have seen from you directly that with a little bit of encouragement and permission, this comes back to us really naturally as humans. 
And it looks different for all of us. Right now, we're adding new teachings to our Erotic Touch online courses, the Couples Massage course, the Erotic Touch, the Foreplay courses. Um, And part of what we are emphasizing now from having learned so much from you all, our community, is how different different people like to be touched. And that is all valid. So from feather light whispers of silky touch to deep thuddy impact, heavy pressure of weighted blankets. Um, Some people love wet, others love dry. Some people love cold, others love hot. And as I've gone into the research of this, we all have different organismic needs and adjustments we need to make towards our organismic well-being and even thriving. And your body knows a lot of what that is. And so as we talk about getting more touch in our lives, kind of ending the plague of touch starvation together, because we do this together, yes, we can touch ourselves and provide self-stimulation, but one of the most powerful forms of touch is touching one another in all the ways from holding hands to making full on like, you know, full body, sweaty sex. And again, one of the reasons we love sex and crave sex, there's so many reasons to want sex. And we have a whole episode about the 237 reasons people have sex. Um, But one of the top reasons people crave what they call sex and what they think they're craving in sex is actually touch and the full body contact sex gives us, right? Like, Some of us love sex where we're naked, wrapping our limbs around each other. Like we're hungry for one another. We want to dive into it. We want to consume one another. And again, notice how frequent and cross-cultural this language is. I want to eat you up, (laughs) right? And that idea of devouring one another and wanting to consume, like not even with our mouths, sometimes with our mouths, but like through our hands themselves, through our skin, is a very real thing in our bodies of how we process one another, how we connect is skin to skin contact. How might you want more of that in your life? Right. So if we think about people who are solo, let's just name a few ways they can access more touch or also if you're partnered, but well, have right, a strong okay, but desire. Even these categories of solo and partnered. I know we've done a really good job recently of breaking this down, like solo partnered communal, but like, You can be living with a spouse and feel very alone, or you can be single and have a whole community of friends you cuddle with three times a week, right? So I think we need to just like shake up those categories um, and And start talking about ways we can touch ourselves, touch people we are in different forms of intimate connection with, right? Because there's also things like classes, going to a pottery class where you're touching clay, but doing it together with other people. Going to a dance class, contact improv. A few of my lovers are dancers. And when they were in touch starved heterosexual marriages, um, dance was their portal into their embodiment, into touch, into erotic community, because they got to be in a community of people who we're not only moving their bodies, but touching their, each other's bodies mm-hmm. through partner dancing, through contact improv. Theater offers us the opportunity to touch and be touched and be in a communal setting with it. 
Um, so as solo as you feel sometimes, maybe for our single folks, for folks who are less partnered than others, um, do you have a community of people you feel safe with? What are your interests and hobbies you might seek out? Like stimulating activity and even this language, what would be stimulating to you? What would enliven you? One of my friends recently asked um, if we wanted to trade massages and Mm -hmm. I love this idea and we just set up and did do a massage exchange and Mm -hmm. I think we're going to keep doing consistently. But it was such a lovely way of accessing touch with friends and offering each other like a monthly trade, Mm -hmm. um, which is such a lovely idea. And you like started with tea and check-ins and yeah. yeah. And then we (laughs) did a whole massage trade and then went on our way and it was just lovely. Um, but solo things, self-touch, I think you if you listen to the podcast regularly, you know that I am so in love with solo touch and offer this to myself very regularly, both in terms of massage, but also just touching my skin. And I find it incredibly nourishing and can be done in such small amounts of time or longer as you wish and need. Mm-hmm. Showers, just pressure on the body because it's stimulating pressure receptors in the mm. skin. Um, and the same with baths, the kind of weight of water over your skin has an impact yes it's not human touch but it does count for something in the body weighted blankets people have great experiences with and then other textures of blankets if there are certain kinds of um textures or senses that you particularly like to experiment with it like mm-hmm. let your hand move over mm-hmm. the the blanket and just have sensory input mm. that would be such a good little sensory field trip is going to a blanket store <laughs> is there a blanket store <laughs> anymore yeah. and running your hands over so many blankets because you will have a preference yeah. and noticing that preference and then asking what that preference is about um I've recently learned like certain textured blankets uh, really um, annoy me in a sensory way and other textured blankets really delight me. And blankets are just one of the many things around us that touch us daily. Our clothes are also something we put on our body and touch us. So do you like how your clothes feel on your body? Not how they look, how they feel. And as we orient more towards this experience of how we feel versus how we look from Mm -hmm. the outside in, something else shifts. And we want to give you permission to feel good. To feel good in what you wear, in what you lie down in at night, and in the touch you receive. Because all of this about touch is wanted, safe, affectionate touch. And so how do we get more of that in our lives? And as Charlotte said, this can be with friends, platonic friends who share an interest in more touch. And it could be as much as a massage exchange. And with our resources, you can become quite skilled and even teach others. And you could enroll in our massage course. The couples massage course is totally non-sexual. There's no nudity. So you could pull it up with friends and follow along stroke by stroke. This doesn't have to be for a romantic partner. And then within our romantic, intimate relationships, um, the people we feel closest to, how can we build cultures of more touch, of more intimate touch, affectionate touch, where everyone is getting the kind of touch they most want and need and crave? where we have languages and vocabularies around that, where it's normal and acceptable and even invited to ask for touch. 
right? One of my beloveds like often will text me and say, I'm having a hard day. I just need a little bit of touch. Like, can you come over? Right. And maybe I just like lie with her when she was grieving. I would just lie with her and give her my body weight. And in other moments, it's a little bit more active, but we're able to ask for what we need and give one another the kind of nourishment we all are hungry for. Um, and this is why we made our couples massage course was one of the first course, the first, um, second, we did the the prostate prostate first. Um, but we started with the prostate and worked our way out to the (laughs) whole body. Um, and our full body couples massage course was really designed in these segments, right? So we go through the neck and shoulders, the hands and arms, the feet and legs, and then also the butt and thighs and the more intimate regions. Um, and then the erotic touches in our erotic touch course. And so we have these lessons on every inch of the body to touch one another with more skill and confidence. And yes, the strokes matter. We distilled all of our massage training down into these five minute sequences that set you up for the most, ah, and ooh, and melting, ah, like that yummy, deep, satisfying massage um, that has become perceived as a luxury. And that's Mm. what also made us mad in the beginning. It's like massage cannot cost a couple hundred bucks an hour. It's too important for that. It's Mm -hmm. too essential for that. How can everyone get deep, satisfying massage from the people they love and feel safest and closest with? Right. And that's why we made these five, 10 minute follow along guides so people could have these small units of high Mm. quality skilled touch that could really translate and have you feel differently after that amount of time. Because the other thing we heard is like, well, I don't have an hour for massage and who does right Right. now. Right. Um, Although as the benefits start presenting themselves we tend to make more time for it we layer it with other things let's watch our favorite show and give one another foot massages Um, let me sit and talk to you while I massage your hands right touch can be layered into so many other of life's experiences but these five ten minute focused sessions what we started noticing especially as we were working with couples five minutes of focused touch changes everything. It can take you out of that busy workday productivity mode to the open, receptive feeling state that, you know, is like that erotic zone. I've also started to call it like the va-va-voom zone of like the (laughs) ventral vagal nerve where you feel safe and connected and can melt into intimacy. Right. And so we start hearing from couples while we started doing the foot massage and we started having these conversations. We started looking each other in the eyes again. We started laughing again. I felt so grateful for my partner and what they were offering. Right. When's the last time you felt overwhelmed with gratitude for a five minute experience with your partner? Massage offers us a portal into that full body experience of yes, more, please. And whether or not this turns into eroticism and sex and play and all of that, like that is up to you again and again. And sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. And sometimes it'll lead to more massage. And sometimes it's just a five minute neck and back massage and then drifting off to sleep together. Cumulatively, this all creates a tidal shift in relationships that 
I still get emails sometimes from certain couples and there's like a whole club of these. I call it like the anniversary club that still thank us on the regular for a change that happened 10 years ago with our courses. They learned massage and now they're on a trip and they're exchanging massage and they're writing to us like, we just wanted to thank you girls at Pleasure Mechanics. <laughs> I love when you guys call us like ladies or girls. <laughs> the little femme in me wakes up. I'm non-binary, by the way, but ladies still works, maybe. Um, anyway, we receive your gratitudes and that's where now a community of 15,000 people exploring this. And we wanted to just bring touch back to the center of the conversation we are updating and adding to our touch courses and making new teachings for them based on your questions and your feedback. Um, next week, I'm going to be recording a teaching about how to last longer in touch because people are like, I love this. I want to do more, but our hands get tired. What do we do? And we've heard that. So we're going to respond to that and teach about that. And that's how our courses work. They're lifelong access. You're part of the community. You can speak to us directly and ask us questions. We respond to you. You can be in the comments with our 15,000 other erotic explorers. And together we are finding out what is erotically possible when we are all more nourished, mm. when we all have a sense of safety and belonging. And how do we then create that for others in the world? That is what we are all about here at Pleasure Mechanics, and we invite you in. Right now, pleasuremechanics.com slash touch. We're going to throw an amazing sale on our erotic touch bundle, which is already an incredible offering for lifelong access to a whole body of stroke-by-stroke stroke video teachings where Charlotte and I guide you stroke-by-stroke stroke in skilled, confident, affectionate, nourishing touch for the people you love, and for yourself. We are here for you. Pleasuremechanics.com slash touch. Any closing words, my love? I just love how touch can be a way that we translate our feelings for each other. Fuck yeah. Like we can say I love you, but when we give a five-minute massage, it is an expression. It is a offering that makes our bodies feel loved. Mm. You know, and that changes everything. That mm -hmm. changes our relationship. That changes our relationship to our own body and to each other. So let us practice this literal language and vocabulary of love and allow ourselves to feel the upward spiral of mm. feeling better together and feeling better in our bodies, um, feeling safer, feeling more pleasured. And then what does that offer in our life? Mm -hmm. So come practice with us. Mm -hmm. Come learn, come share it with the people in your life, lovers, friends. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't mention, but also you can offer this if people are ill, like offering touch to people like foot massage, hand massage for people who need it in moments of need. And yeah. having that skill set is really exquisite and has been incredibly valuable to Chris and I at different moments in our life and cannot be underestimated as like an expression of love and care in our networks. So let us let mm -hmm. us be a mysteries of love. I want to say, but that's a bit much. <laughs> Emissaries of love through the language of touch. Yes. Wow, babe. Wow. <laughs> uh, we are not opening a church for now, but we are offering incredible stroke-by-stroke stroke erotic touch education at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch. 
You can always be in touch with us if you need further discounts to gain access to these materials. We are very committed to our resources being available to all that need them and Mm -hmm. want them while also sustaining us as being pleasure mechanics going into our 17th year in service to you all. Join us at pleasuremechanics.com slash touch. And if our resources have touched your lives, tell us all about it at pleasuremechanics.com slash hello. And we will see you next week with another episode of the Speaking of Sex podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. And touch. Yes. Rich, nourishing. Delicious. Touch, 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 touch. (laughs) We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.